Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. So let's start with James 2.21. We're in the New Living Translation, like usual. I like how it reads. It's a very friendly, understandable version. It's written more like we speak, you know, than King James Version. Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham, he's speaking to Jewish people, Jewish believers. But according to Scripture, Abraham is considered our ancestor as well when we believe. Do you all remember that? Because he's the father of our faith. So don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? Now, he didn't go all the way through with it, right? But he was tested. He was ready to do it, and God said, don't touch him, all right? So you see his faith and his actions worked together. Someone say, worked together. Yeah, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete, right? And so it happened just as the Scriptures say. Abraham believed God, and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. Let's hesitate there for a moment. It says, I believe, four times in Scripture, the righteous shall live by faith. Someone say that with me. Say, the righteous shall live by faith. Let's say it again. Say, the righteous shall live by faith. It means when you're right with God, you're right because you believe, right? You believe in what He did for you. So, or what He's doing for you and what He's going to do for you. So, you believe and it's counted unto you as righteousness. Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. It's interesting, God doesn't count you as righteous because of your works. Are you still with me? But when you have faith, you do works. Are you with me? God counts you as righteous because of your faith, not your works. But when you believe, then you walk it out and you do something for God. Are you all still with me? All right. So Abraham believed God. Once again, repetition is good. And God counted him as righteous because of his works. No, his faith. He was even, look at the honor here, he was even called the friend of God. Did you know the three main religions of the entire planet, they call them the three monotheistic religions because they believe in one God, right? So you got Judaism, Old Testament, Hebrew faith, right? They believe in the same God we do. Whether or not they believe in Jesus, well, all right. But you got Judaism, you got Christianity, me and you, we believe in Jesus Christ, we played our placed our faith in Jesus, so we are modern believers, New Testament believers. And then even Islam, they are a monotheistic religion, although they believe in Allah, okay? Um, they even hold Abraham in high esteem. The three main world religions honor Abraham because he was a man of faith. He was called the friend of God. Let's go to verse 24. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do. Someone say, by what we do. Not by faith alone. I've had people over the years, and they're so convinced, and they tell me, I believe. But then they live like the devil. I've met people, believers. They claim to be believers anyway, but they don't live like believers. They say they're believers, but you know what? That doesn't hold up for much, does it? Can you imagine standing before God one day and saying, I believed, and he's like, you did nothing I asked you to do, though, right? So we are shown to be right with God by what we do. Someone say, by what we do. You love God and you believe 
You're not going to heaven because of your works. You're going to heaven because of your faith. But because you believe, you're going to do something for God. You're going to obey. You're going to do good deeds, right? When you believe, then you do your best with God's help to walk in love. You do your best to be kind to others. Man, you're, if you're like me, man, and I know I'm like you probably in this way, you say, wow, I could have handled that better. Have, has anyone said that in the last week? I have. Oh, man, I have. I'm like, Lord, I'm sorry, or I had to apologize to my wife just because I was edgy, or, or if I had to apologize to someone, or say, oh, I'm sorry, I gave my word about that and I forgot, or whatever. Say, I could have done better with that. Why? I always go back to this simple word of faith that Jesus taught. Listen, you ready? Remember, your grandma taught you, it's called the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Don't do unto others as they do unto you, because that can get bad. Some people are funky. Some people don't know how to act. Their mama didn't teach them, right? But I know you know because you love the Word, and here you are receiving the Word, and I know you read the Word, and you say, man, I, I can do better. I can do right. In Jesus' name, I want to do right. I want to do right. So let me read that verse again, verse 24. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do not by faith alone. Verse 25, we told the story about Rahab, remember? Classics. I believe that was in, in uh, February. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a what? By a different road. Powerful. Verse 26, just as the body is dead without breath, are you with me still? Without breath. This verse here says, without spirit. Hmm. Just as your, your body, we know your body's dead without a spirit. But just as the body is dead without what? Breath. So also faith is dead without what? Good works, the scripture says. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works, all right? Before I forget, um, speaking of getting into the Word and doing what the Word says and obeying the Word and learning, learning that faith is not, not just believing, but it's believing and doing, right? It's hearing and doing. Please don't forget those who have not taken the class or those who want to take it again. There is no limit to the amount of times you can take the spiritual warfare class if you sign up in time. Pastor Fabian is about to start... Um, another round of Spanish and English spiritual warfare. So the next round of Spanish spiritual warfare begins this Sunday night, and English spiritual warfare begins Tuesday night. Are you all with me? So the next two classes in Spanish and English are Sunday night, this Sunday, and then this coming, what, Tuesday, all right? And I believe both of those start at 6 p.m. You can confirm that deal with Pastor Fabian or myself later. But if you want to take the class again, you say, man, I did all right, but I, I, I'd like to improve my grade. I'd like to retain more. Praise God. Remember, the Word is the all-time classic. Is everybody with me? That is why it is the best-selling book of all time. Say, well, it's just a religious book. No, it is the manual for life. And because it's the manual for life, written by men of God under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit wrote the Word through people of God over the thousands of years, we know that it is a true classic because it always has something new and different and fresh for you. 
Always. I read the word this morning, and I don't know how many times I've read through my Bible. I haven't counted. But I read through my Bible last year and, and, and either read through or heard the whole Bible the previous year because one of those years I heard the whole Bible. And I'm going to tell you right now, I was reading this morning, early this morning, I went, man, this is crazy. I've read this I don't know how many times, and that hit me differently. So never be ashamed to take a class again. Never be ashamed to repeat something. Never, no, you, if you want to take spiritual warfare class once again, for those listening on the live stream as well, right here, Kingsgate Church, this Sunday and this Tuesday, we begin again with Spanish on Sunday night, English class, spiritual warfare on Tuesday night. All right? Don't forget. Let's move into James chapter 3. Dear brothers and sisters, not, wow, this is, this is, this is powerful. This has always kind of sh made me shake in my boots. Get ready for this one. You're going to like this. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. What? Did you know I shake in my boots every time I realize that I got to deliver a message? I don't just walk around fearful, but I take it seriously. I want to deliver the word to you as correctly as possible, so help me God. Not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. Now, don't ever use that as an excuse. If you're called to teach, well, then you need to obey the Lord. Don't run from it or you'll be like Jonah. But there is a different level of responsibility and accountability to God if you're leading and speaking to, to the body of Christ. Because God is serious about y'all's care. Did you know that? God is serious about the care of his people. He wants us to be taught right. Look at this. Indeed, we all make many mistakes. Oh, this is about to get good. God's been dealing with me about my mouth. How about y'all? Oh, heavens. I didn't even know it. I'm not even feeling prophetic right now, but man, it's just, it's common sense. Our mouths get us in trouble. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect. That word translated as perfect, a better word for it is mature, according to the ancient Greek. Perfect in this, this context just means we would be mature or very mature and could also control ourselves in every other way. Let's read that again. Let's read that again. For if we could control our tongues, we would be mature or perfect, according to this translation, mature, and could also control ourselves in every other way. You ever started a big old battle, argument, or fight just because you said something crazy? I have. And man, I'm going to tell you something right now. For better or for worse, I have a witty little sharp tongue. There's times, man, everything's great, and I've gotten irritated in a situation, even with my sweet wife, and I say something smart, and it's hurtful. And I don't, I'm not a mean person. I'm not mean. With God's help, over the years, I'm, I'm a pretty kind person, but I have a smart mouth. I'm reminded of movies, you know, back in the 70s and 80s. Hey, you know what? You got a big mouth, huh? You got a big mouth. I think Rocky may have said that in one of the movies. You got a big mouth, huh? I'm going to shut your mouth. I don't know what else he said. But mouths really are. Look, we're going to get into this, and you're going to go, <gasps> if you haven't read through it before. Even if you have, you, you may still be convicted today. God, by God's Spirit, I pray you are so that you just continue to improve. Someone say improve. Improve. When you move to the next level, someone said back in the day, higher level, bigger devils. Everybody's talking about lately about leveling up. Have you all heard that? Man, I, I'm, I'm leveling up. That's great. You know, like in a video game, you get a new superpower, you get a new, or you play words with friends even, you level up. 
or you plan this thing, you level up. Well, hey, all truth is parallel. According to Scripture, according to God's Word, according to my experience in God's Word, you, you've even seen this in your life, you're called to level up. How do you get mature without moving to the next level? My mom was notorious for talking about, man, God's taking us to the next level. Many times right before you get to the next level, you've got to go through a, a heck of a battle. There, there may be some video game fans in here or people who are fans of video games, and we just called it back in the day a boss battle. Do you remember that? At the end of the stage, you had to fight a boss. Anybody in here remember Super Mario Brothers? At the end of each stage, you'd go to a castle or at the end of each uh, world, right? In Super Mario's, the Mario Brothers, the original one. At the end of each world, and I don't know which world level it was or what, one, two, one, three, one, four, whatever. At the end of each world, you had to go to a castle and you had to be a boss, meaning a, the top dog of that level. And guess what? All truth is parallel. So even on those video games, and I like old school video games. I play them sometimes to relax because you're just hanging out. It's just nice. I don't do it often, but I like it. And I've noticed that until you beat that boss, you don't get to pass that level. You just don't. You repeat. And you repeat. And you go again. And you go again. Many of us as, as believers, we're still in kindergarten, and we're already, and if you're a man in kindergarten, then you're growing a beard, and you shouldn't be in kindergarten anymore. And women, I don't know. I, I don't, I, women don't grow beards, but you know what I mean. You stay immature in the things of God. You say, well, you got to repeat this grade. I remember kids growing up said, I, my mom held me back. You all remember those stories? Say, my mom held me back. Well, it was mom, your teacher, but somebody didn't think you were ready for the next level. And there's no shame in that. It was best. I saw some kids that got held back, and they were still immature, not only in their schoolwork, but they were still immature, and they were a year or two older than me. They got held back for a reason. So we do make many mistakes. If we could control our tongues, though, we would be mature and could also control ourselves in every other way. Man, I'm telling you right now, if you can control your mouth. Scripture says, he that is without self-control or he who has no self-control is like a city without walls. You ever met people and they're like, oh, dude, I just couldn't control myself. Like that, That's where, where you are. That's why you're right there. You couldn't control yourself. Man, I had to. I had to. Well, okay. Well, there you did it. There it is. Let's move on to the next verse. We've got to learn to control our tongues because if we, if we, we want to be wise and mature, we'd be able to control ourselves in every other way if we can control our mouths. Let's go to verse 3. James 3, 3. Check this out. Look at this. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means, and let's hesitate on this verse, by means of a small bit in its mouth. You ever seen people turn a, let's, let's stay on verse 3 just for a second. You ever seen someone turn a big war horse, a big horse? Some of you guys have experience with horses. Anybody ever ridden a horse? You can control that horse with the bit in its mouth, huh? You just pull the horse, and he doesn't want to go that way, but he goes like this. Okay, he'll fight you and everything else, but you can control him, especially if you know what you're doing. I wouldn't. I don't think, I've never ridden a horse. I don't think I have. Interesting. I may need to do that sometime before I go to heaven, right? You can make a large horse go wherever you want by, by the bit in its mouth. We have two dogs, and they're both, I think one is, um, I think she's, um, let's see, 80, probably 87 pounds, and the, 
that's the girl dog and the the boy dog that we have i think he's like 90 something pounds they're big dogs we had to teach them young don't be jumping up on people you ever been have you ever had a big dog jump on you he's even being sweet and about push you down right put mud on your shirt he's being friendly or she whatever they're pushing you had to teach him we had to teach him and we had to tell adrian because adrian would come over our house and, and visit visit jim sometimes adrian the children's pastor and she'd get gentry all excited he'd start jumping and i'm like hey don't teach him that sis she's like i'm sorry i just get him all excited i'm like do something else with him don't don't have him jumping because not everybody's as tall or as strong as adrian they do that with a little kid like this a 90 pound dog will push him over and, and well-meaning but I've noticed that we've been able to train those dogs. And, man, they act right. They're older dogs now. They listen. You know, they have their faults, but they're, they're pretty good dogs. They listen. It's like, let's go inside. Let's do this. Come here. You know, Gentry, go to the refrigerator and get me a drink. No, I've, we haven't taught him that. <laughs> but I've heard you can teach them to do all kinds of stuff. I think you can teach golden retrievers up to, like, two or 300 commands, I think. But he can do some stuff. He listens. Come here. He recognizes people's names. They come over and say, Gentry, go to Camila. Go, where's Camila? And he'll go find my niece and just, he's real smart. But we had to teach, we had to train him that way so we could, could keep him controlled. But boy, those tongues, right? Those tongues. Let's go to verse 4. There's, we can control all kinds of stuff. Look at verse 4, James 3, 4. Look at this one. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. No water in town for a ship, but were the winds strong Monday? We missed out on, on the 75, 80 mile per hour gust. Was that fun? Looked like Dubai up in here, Saudi Arabia. In the same way, Dubai is a separate place from Saudi Arabia. I just need to clarify that. They both have a lot of sand. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, great promises, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. Remember, Smokey the Bear said, only you can prevent forest fires. That's true. That's true even with a tiny spark from the mouth. Man, I've seen, I, I remember being in, in junior high. We called it junior high back in the day. It's middle school now. Back in the day, it was 7th, 8th, and ninth grade, even though ninth grade was credit for high school. And uh, I remember fights would start over the dumbest stuff in school, in junior high. Hey, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? You remember those stupid things? I don't make trash. I burn it. Some of y'all use those. Shame on you, because that's dumb. Make me. I don't make trash. I burn it. You know, and they go into all kinds of other stupid stuff. What? That's not even. I remember people telling me stuff. I was all, that's not even original. You're not even original. Is that the best you could do? But it, I remember big deals would start with somebody just talking trash. Same way. Life's the same way now. I remember at my, <laughs> my wife's and sister's college graduation, I'll never forget the, the commencement speaker that day, said, life is not like college. That had me sitting up. I was like, what's he going to say? Because I'd been out of college for a while by then, a long while. And I was late graduating, but I'd been out of college for a while. And I remember the, the commencement speaker at my wife's and sister's grad college graduation said, life's not like College, it's not even like high school. He said, life is like junior high with all the petty jealousies and immaturity and foolishness even among adults. And it always goes back to this right here. I'm going to tell you right now. 
You'll hear pastor talk about this. He always talks about, yeah, they were a believer, but they didn't have a renewed mind. I've met some well-meaning believers, but man, they think weird. They never got it. They never got it nailed down that they need to get in God's word and exchange their thoughts for God's thoughts. So we got to remember that a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. A spark caused by the tongue in this case. Let's go to the next verse. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame on of fire. <laughs> it is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. The, James is really wanting to make sure he has our attention. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is what? Set on fire by hell itself. This is not condemnation. This is just the facts, okay? Anything from our past, that's under the blood of Jesus now, right? Is everybody in agreement with me? But let's talk about divorces. Where did divorces start? They said, it started with this, it started. Yeah, but it really, really started with someone saying, I want a divorce. That's where it got real serious. Power of words. That stupid saying we had when I was a kid, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. No, words, words were harsh on me. I got, I remember on the school bus, I was, what grade was I in? Fourth grade? I got into a scuffle with a kid. I still remember his name, but I'm not going to tell you. We got into a scuffle on the bus. And he was a bully, man. I was standing up for somebody. And I don't, well, I'm just not going to give you all the details. But I got punched in the eye. Remember, I remember I saw stars. And I, I got a black eye. I'll never forget that. I got a black eye. Can you imagine? But it heals. And it was crazy, though, how many years at times it took me to heal, though, from words. Physical injury, they, they heal real Real quick, comparatively speaking, maybe some of you in here, and you need to forgive now, but maybe some of you were told some awful things. And I want to tell you tonight, I don't know who told you that, but you belong to God now. Somebody else needed to read this text, and they needed to learn that their words were powerful, and maybe their mom did it to them before, or their dad, and, and maybe it was your parents, maybe it was someone else, someone told you something awful. I remember my accounting teacher in high school, Good man. He told me this. He was, I believe he was from Arkansas. He said, when I was in high school, he said, we didn't have much money. And I guess he, he was describing what he'd wear to school, and it was just really poor clothing. And he said, one time my teacher in one of my classes told me, look at how awful this is. He said, uh, and I don't remember that teacher's first name. He said, go ahead and stand up, would you? And he stood up in class, and he said, everybody, I want you to look at him. And he's an example of what not to be. Look at how he dresses. And just tore him down in front of the whole class. And it's hard. It's hard. You know, it's crazy because people say forgive and forget. And honestly, here's the true power of forgiveness is you still remember, but then you're not mad anymore and you really forgive them and you can walk in love. Because most of the time we're going to remember stuff. Few people will tell you, I don't even remember. And that's God bless you. That's amazing. But I have a graphic memory. There's some things that I, I didn't want to remember, but I praise God. There's things I remember, or they'll, they'll come to mind now, and I go, that doesn't even, I don't, that don't even phase me, man, because I've forgiven, right? Regardless of what they said or did, I've forgiven. Someone say, I've forgiven. Uh-huh, I know you have. Let's go to the next verse. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish. Where we were in Mexico, 
It was this cool little resort. And they had iguanas running around. Big old snakes. They would freak you out, man. And I'd try to mess with them. Jen's like, don't. You don't know what they're going to do. I just kind of do it for effect, you know. And they had flamingos. And then they had cats. Y'all have seen cats before. I guess those are for the mice. Yeah, wow, they were amazing. It was a black cat and a, a Siamese cat or something else, an orange one. They had cats. They had, um, what else did they had? They had a little pig, like a wild-looking pig on the property. It wasn't chasing anybody, so I guess it was safe if you stayed away. But they had different animals, and they looked pretty tame, like they were on the property and they weren't messing with anybody. So it says no one, we've tamed all kinds of animals, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Oh, my gosh. James is not giving an inspirational speech here, is he? Let's go to the next verse. <laughs> Sometimes, talking about our tongue, Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. I've seen people do that. I've seen people do that on Facebook. They put both lives up there. Oh, praise the Lord, God just spoke to me in church this weekend. And then the next post is, those sons of bleepity bleep, what? Same person. Mm -mm. Talking about the tongue, sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. Next verse. So blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. I'm trying to end this on a positive note, y'all. I don't know if y'all noticed this. I'm trying to get to a verse. So let's, get, let's go to the next verse. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Hmm, next verse. Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life. We're going to stop with this verse. An honorable life that brings honor to God and brings honor to you. Doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Based upon that word, we see that pride is foolish. Read Proverbs. We've all been there. We've all had pride in some areas. We all deal with pride in some areas. But that's foolishness to God. We've got to submit that to God. Let him deal with it. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes tonight, if you would, please. Father, I thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. Lord, your word is for reproof and correction and edification. Your word is to correct different things in our lives. Your word is to build us up at the same time. And your word does it all at once. It is one-stop shopping for us. It has all the answers. But tonight, Father, we humbly call on the name of Jesus. If there's anyone on the live stream or anyone in this house who says, Pastor Matt, I have never, ever, listen carefully, I have never, ever called on the name of Jesus, called on the name of the Lord to be my Savior. I've never, ever in public said, Lord, I give my life to you. If you have never done that, I want you to raise your hand tonight so I can pray with you. All right. Now, if you've done it before then, you're recommitting. All right? If you've done it before, then we'll recommit. But I want everyone to pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sin, Lord. 
I'm sorry for the things I've said. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. I need you, Lord. I know and I believe that you are the Son of God. You died and you rose again for me. Save me, Lord, from myself, from my sin, and from hell. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises. I thank you that I'm saved, I'm redeemed, and I'm right with God. I believe in Jesus' name.